Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the Human Body. This is Old Time Radio, and today we're talking about... Uh, oh, is I that how they spoke? Pretty sure. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm sounding more like a, a Canadian of South Park as opposed to... Welcome today on A to Z Radio with Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike. Uh, yeah, they probably didn't sound too much like that. <laughs> but anyway, I needed a different opening because... Uh, it's been like our 200th A to Z opening. I've said the same thing over and over and over again. Today, the term uh, with the letter A, we're going through the index of our favourite anatomy and physiology textbook, and I use the term favourite quite loosely now, uh, is amnion. Yeah, amnion. Amnion. Spell it. A-M-N-I-O-N. Okay. So Sounds like amniotic fluid. Yeah, that's the fluid comes from this membrane. Right. Or the amnion. Sometimes it's known as amnion. Sometimes well, it's well, known you as... Well, you just said the same word just with different emphasis. Am- <laughs> amnion. Amnion membrane. Yep. Amnion sac. Yep. And then you, as you said, amnion fluid. The fluid coming from the membrane. So I assume we're talking about a time period pretty soon after fertilisation. Yeah. So sperms met the egg. Said, <laughs> said How about we just get the de- definition of the word? Okay, yep. yep oh, yep. etymology. You know, I like the etymology. Okay, so um, A means absence. No. Damn it. Amni. Amnio. Amnio would be the term. Well, there's interesting, there's kind of two derivatives of this right. term. It, it may come from vase or bucket, which right. was the. Um, vessel vessel yeah. that was used to catch the blood of a sacrificed animal. Okay. So, so there's this is a that vessel. That's that background. All right. But there's also amnos, which means lamb. Now, right. I'm is not, that still part of the sacrifice I don't think thing? so. I think because the, the newborn, it was first isolated or whatever from that particular animal. Okay, so what is this thing? And then okay. let's talk about how it's produced. <laughs> so the, the amnion is one of the membranes that are um, present in um, 
the developing embryo. So there's a number of... So this would be membranes that are t probably considered outside the developing embryo itself. So some of these would be the chorion, mm -hmm. the yolk sac, right. the, um, well, the amnion, and then the... Not the vitiline. What's the other one? Just trying to think. Mm. Can't remember. It's, it forms essentially the, the top end of your bladder. All right, so let's let's start at Should the beginning. Should begin that. Uh, a sperm meets an egg. Sorry, I failed you. Yeah, well, it's not the first time, nor <laughs> will it be the last. Sperm meets an egg. It fertilizes that egg. Uh, genetic material starts to, you know, do its thing, and you start to go from a single cell called a zygote to yeah. a blastocyst yes. ultimately. So it's divided a bunch of times. Good. And now it's embedded in the endometrium. Okay. So the blastocyst is um, kind of the first point where you'll start to see the cells um, reorientate themselves into two different locations. All right. One being the outer cell, which kind of lines the outer part of the zona pellucida. Okay. And then the inner clump which is going to become the embryo. So that's the inner cell mass, which becomes what we call the embryoblast. Right. And what's the outer cell mass? That will become the placenta. Okay. So where the heck does this amnion come okay. from? Okay. So as soon as, just before it embeds itself into the uterus, mm. what was that outer covering I said that actually is the hard shell of the ovum? That's the zona pellucida. Okay, yes. That needs to degenerate. All right. So that means that's the kind of the shell of yep. the egg that needs to break down. So now you've got the outer cell that can then embed into the uterus. Okay. So now the outer cell are termed the cytotropoblast. You're right. Cyto, cell, trophy yep. to nourish, blast, active. Yep. So they start to grow into... The endometrium. Endometrium. Become invasive. That's right. Yep. Now, as they're growing... Um, if you then go to the embryoblast, which is, what do you call it? Just a cluster of cells that, uh, at this point of two weeks. Yeah. Um, two by, by, it's a bilaminar disc at this point. So it's just two groups of cells on top of each other. All right. Okay. Now in there, the top layer called the epiblast, that is going to be developing certain regions of the embryo. Mm -hmm. But I, we'll put that to the side. But one group of the epiblast cells grow into... The cytoblast. What's so the they, cytoblast? Cytoblast was oh, cytotrophoblast. Okay, Sorry. yeah. So it grows into that, and for some reason, that causes a morphological change. So they become flat-like, opposed to the other epiblasts that are still in the embryo. They become cube-like. Cube Jesus Christ! So as they come into the <laughs> into the they now start to develop what we call the amnion, right? Or the amnion uh, cavity. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So the amnion, let me get this right. Because you've got the developing embryo, so the amnion is going to be the membrane that surrounds the developing embryo. At this point... The top part of it, that's right. So it's hard what to... What do you mean? How can you have a top part surrounding? So where you've got the discs, the disc of cells that are developing to become the embryo, Yeah. the top layer, so looking towards the sky, this mm-hmm. is not really accurate. No? Because it doesn't there's no have sky that. in the uterus. <laughs> yeah. But looking up, yeah. that top layer is called the epiblast. Yeah. Now, if you were to reflect it around as a circle... Yeah. The outer part is the amnion, okay, which is going to become eventually the the amniotic cavity and where the, the baby will develop. So ultimately the embryo will be sitting within the amnion? It, it will eventually be there, that's right. And so will it be fully encapsulated by the amnion? Yes. Ultimately? Eventually, By yes. how many weeks? Uh Months probably. Oh, okay. Because the other part, the bottom part, because I spoke about the epiblast, the bottom part is a hyperblast. Yeah. It has its own cavity that's developing. Yeah. What's that become? That's the yolk sac. Now that will nourish the. Well, initially, yes, but then it slowly gets sucked in and sucked in and sucked in and becomes pretty much part of the gastrointestinal tract until pretty much none of it's left. Probably a little bit of the connecting stalk, which is going to become the. And the um, umbilicus. Right. You're loving this, aren't you? Not really, because it's hard <laughs> to explain without f- vision. Yes, it is, uh, because it's complex, because it's not intuitive when you start talking about clumps of cells that no. ultimately will become if you've got like an individual. This is in the practical set. If I was t- teaching this in a, a, pra- a practical classroom, yeah. you could teach it with, you know, Play-Doh or balloons because yeah. you can kind of see how they mould but it's very difficult, particularly to do it on a podcast. All right. So, but ultimately, if you were to say to somebody down the street, you need to know about the amnion, what would you say in a sentence? Um, it's just a, a, a lining of tissue that is outside the embryo that helps to protect the developing fetus, but also to produce fluid, which would supply... Um, yeah, a protective environment, but also aid in the nourishment and some so forth for the, the developing fetus. And so f- does the amnion supply this amniotic fluid, yeah. I assume, for the entirety of its gestation? Once it gets to a certain point, it will, it will partake in that fluid environment that the, the fetus is grown into. Yeah. Okay. And if that fluid was to... Um, disappear, it would not only play a, a significant role with the um, the nutrients and all that kind of stuff, but also the mechanical development of the baby. Because we do measure the amniotic fluid yeah. when we have a look at baby development yeah. uh, as a measuring stick in a way, right? Um, and also once bub is born, don't we talk about, oh, her fluid is Broken. Yes, right. right. And that's and that. Is that and the that's amniotic the fluid? Yeah. So, so 
my I'll give you an example. So in one of our pregnancies, yeah. So we ha- we had a, a ten year period of infertility, mm-hmm. and our second we had a s- two two miscarriages. Yeah. No, I think it was the first one. The first one was a fairly late one, and what happened was Zabine was uh, that's my wife was at school teaching, and she felt. So she was about 15 weeks pregnant mm. and she felt like she peed herself because mm. she just felt this rush of fluid and um, her water had broken. Yeah. And so what had happened that we were later told is that a blood clot, which is not uncommon in the developing placenta because it's so highly um, vascular because mm. not only is the cytotrophoblast and the um, syncytia tropoplast, which is another area, growing into the uterus, the mother's blood from the uterus is growing into that. Yeah. And it has to have this arrangement where the blood vessels don't touch each other but come into close proximity. Chorotic villi. And they, they kind of communicate with gas exchange. Yes. Right. And so because it's so vascular, there is bleeding. That's fairly common in the early weeks of pregnancy, right, which mm. doesn't mean it's a bad outcome, but it just means there's a lot going on and mm. it can leak blood. Not huge amounts, but it can leak. Now, in Sabine's case, a clot formed and it formed on the one part of the underside of the amnion and it just got too heavy and teared it mm. and then all the fluid was lost. Right. And so we went to the emergency department, did an ultrasound. Unfortunately, the baby was fine, mm. but it just lost all the fluid so then we had consultants come down that said, look, the problem here can't is... can't regenerate that fluid. Uh, you can't regenerate because it's now essentially open. The bean is now at a higher risk of infection mm. because essentially you've got an open cavity. So that's another role of it. It seals it up. So yeah. it makes it... It's probably not sterile. We once thought it was sterile, but there's probably is flora in there. Yeah, but makes it, sense. But you know what I mean? It's not getting outside stuff coming in. Yeah. But because you've lost all the fluid, the baby needs to be in this pool of water over nine months mm. for limb development and all that kind of thing, right? And so they were like, well, it becomes a non-viable pregnancy. Yeah. But I guess fortunately she just went into a, a, a natural miscarriage and delivered it. Yeah. So we didn't have to make the decision of necessarily a... What to do next. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of gives you an example of... Uh, clinical, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Wow. Another thing that, just as a clinical, sometimes with pregnancies where there's a C-section, and both of yours were C-section, right? Correct. Yeah. So you probably saw this when the uterus is opened; it's still in an intact. Yeah, you see. You so you cut see it. it in a. I don't know how you describe it, a big bubble. Yeah. That you can see a through transparent membrane. Yeah, and you see baby inside. So. Sometimes, I'm not sure if they, they requested this from your wife, but they will utilise the amniotic membrane. So they will take it and they may process it, like dry it out or something, and they, then they can no. use it in other procedures like wounds. Wow. They even have used it in um, peripheral nerve really? repair because oh, wow. they wrap, wrap it around the nerve and it wow. seems to have really good healing properties Wow! because of the... Probably the pluripotent nature of it. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. So that's the 
amnion. So that's the amnion, which can encapsulate things like sac, membrane, but also part of the placenta because it will be still line part of the placenta as well. Beautiful. Thanks, Manny. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.